You're listening to Journey to Better Health with Andy Stitt, a podcast that helps you step into your power and find your unique path to health and wellness. Hi there, and welcome to Journey to Better Health. Today, we will be talking about why it's hard to be healthy. It shouldn't be hard to be healthy. If we're not healthy, then our quality of life suffers and we can't live as fully as we deserve to live. When our health is suffering in some way, whether it's our physical or mental health, we tend to blame ourselves. We think we just need to try harder at something, whether it's dieting, exercising, or otherwise. However, in today's world, it's difficult to be healthy. I live in the United States, and so do the majority of my listeners, so this episode will take a U.S.-centered view on why it's hard to be healthy. One big reason that it's hard to be healthy is that we are going through a global pandemic, and the United States is having an especially hard time with it. We are going through a collective trauma. It is uncharted territory for us unless you lived through the 1918 flu. The pandemic combined with civil unrest over systemic racism is a lot to handle for anyone. It brings out traumas, anxieties, and wounding. If this doesn't apply to you, then that's wonderful. If it does apply to you, just know that it's completely understandable if you're not feeling like your normal self. If you're not operating with a full tank of gas, then that's okay. The pandemic isn't just throwing us for a loop. It's also showing us just how unhealthy we are. I believe that this virus is highly contagious, easily spreadable, and that it's new to humans. Therefore, we don't have previous exposure to it and don't have an established immune system response to it. We've seen people with horrifying symptoms and deaths from not being able to breathe. We've also seen people with simple cold or flu-like symptoms. Based on what I'm learning about human health, I don't believe that this is inherently some sort of killer supervirus. I don't believe that we have to be incredibly fearful of this unknown thing that takes your breath away. I do believe that this virus is showing us that as a country, we are unhealthy. That our body's immune systems are so weakened or jacked up that we don't have the ability to properly fight a viral infection. My favorite health and wellness podcast for the last five years has been The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. In episode 405 of his show, which I'll link to in my show notes, Sean talks about our relationship with viruses and how 8% of the human genome is made up of endogenous viruses. In other words, viruses make up 8% of who we are. We have evolved with viruses over time. They've always been a part of our lives. This won't be the last new virus that we see in our lifetimes. These are the points that Sean makes in his podcast. So, why are things so different now? Why is COVID-19 causing us such harm? The story is still being told. Studies are still being done. So the science on this is still brand new and we don't know anything for certain. What we do know is that there was a poor health epidemic before there was a pandemic. We have high rates of heart disease, obesity, and diabetes. When our bodies are taxed because they're not getting enough of the nutrients that they need, they're getting too much unhealthy food and drink ingredients, and they're not getting enough movement, 
then our immune systems are compromised. We don't have the ability to fight infection that we need. Dr. Kate Shanahan has written extensively about seed oils and what she calls the hateful eight, which I will link to in the show notes page. The hateful eight are canola oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, soy oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, grapeseed oil, and rice bran oil. The hateful eight oils are extracted and manufactured by humans, and they contain high levels of polyunsaturated fats, which mess with your metabolism and cause your immune system to produce high levels of inflammation. She believes that these high levels of inflammation cause the immune system overreactions to the coronavirus, which is what happens when people need ventilators because their immune system is attacking their own lungs. The science is still developing on all of this, so her conclusions are not hard facts. However, it's hard for me not to believe that this is a possibility. We know that processed foods and lack of real whole foods found in nature and not manufactured in a factory can cause poor health. We have figured out how to manufacture foods that allow for bigger profit margins for the companies who make them, and these foods taste more delicious to us because of the dopamine receptors in our brain that they hit. However, we cannot outmanufacture or out-innovate our own biology and what we need to survive, thrive, and be healthy based on our evolution over thousands of years. The coronavirus pandemic makes it hard to be healthy and is showing us how unhealthy we are. Another reason it's hard to be healthy is trauma and unhealed wounds. When we think of trauma, we think about being in a horrible accident or having an act of violence committed against us or something terrifying happening to us. We think about the event itself as causing the trauma. What actually causes trauma is your mind-body system's response to the event. Every single one of us has a unique mind-body system that has a particular capacity. If an event that happened to you is outside of your capacity to process or outside of your window of tolerance, that's when trauma occurs. One particular event can happen to 10 different people and you would get 10 different responses to it because of how unique our systems are. Therefore, you may have experienced events that you wouldn't normally consider to be traumatic, but they may have had either a traumatic or big wounding effect on you. You may not even be aware of it, but your nervous system will experience dysregulation due to these wounds. You may experience anxiety, depression, lack of confidence in your abilities, elevated heart rate, and any other number of symptoms. I am in the process of healing early childhood traumatic wounds that I had no idea about. I simply took a guess that I had somehow been traumatized and went exploring. When I was unaware of these wounds, it felt like absolute hell. The more I uncover, the more I realize that I thought I was living in a world that was inherently dangerous, and that I didn't have the ability to live in it without bad things happening to me. This caused incredible anxiety, fear, worry, hypervigilance, depression, kidney stones, and dizziness if I was severely triggered. I walked around with these symptoms and didn't know what caused them or how to cope with them. So, I drank excessively on the weekends, smoked cigarettes, ate nothing but junk food, and did whatever I could to hit the pleasure receptors in my brain so that I could cope with the pain. If you are living in pain due to traumas and wounds that you're not conscious of, then that makes it incredibly hard, if not impossible, to be healthy. Thankfully, wounds are able to be healed, no matter how big they are and no matter how much time it takes. 
as you start healing your wounds, you can start improving your health. I mentioned earlier the civil unrest due to systemic racism that the United States has experienced. Systemic racism itself makes it incredibly hard to be healthy. If you are black and live in the U.S., then you are automatically at a disadvantage. You are more likely to be murdered by the police than white people. You are less likely to receive adequate care at the doctor's office. You may live in a neighborhood that has suffered from lack of investment, and therefore you are less likely to have access to resources that help keep you healthy, including nutritious food. The racist system was designed to deliberately harm black people, so if it's hard for you to be healthy because of it, then it's certainly not your fault. The final reason that it's hard to be healthy that I want to talk about on this episode is American culture. We are all about achievement. We are all about productivity. We are all about individual performance. We are all about pushing through pain. We have the power to override our biological needs. If our bodies are telling us to slow down or rest, we have the ability to power through and to keep going anyway. This mindset is rewarded in our culture. However, our bodies do not reward us for this and eventually break down or send a strong signal by getting very sick in some form or fashion. There is zero glory in overriding our biological needs. If you need someone to give you permission to listen to your body and to slow down when you know you need to, consider this your permission slip. I grant you permission, now and forever. We see what other people are doing on social media and compare ourselves to them. We think we need to do that too. We see people eating a certain way and think that we need to do that too. We see people exercising a certain way and think that we need to do that too. Many of us hate going to the gym and think that the only form of exercise is going to the gym. That there are only two options, sitting on the couch all the time or going to the gym and busting your butt on the treadmill and on the weights. I can't solve all the problems mentioned in this episode on why it's hard to be healthy, but I can say one thing about exercise. The best kind of exercise, the number one unbeatable kind of exercise, is the kind that you'll actually do. If that means that you start by taking walks every day, then that is perfectly fine. If taking walks is your entire exercise regimen over the long term, that is perfectly fine too. Your body needs movement, so give it whatever movement you can. Being healthy is not easy based on all the reasons that I just talked about. You'll see many health and fitness coaches and influencers telling you that you're not trying hard enough, that you just need more dedication and discipline. While this kind of message is meant to inspire you to take action, it can also make you think that you're not dedicated enough and disciplined enough and that there's something wrong with you because of that. There are so many factors that we have to live with that make it hard to be healthy. I'm tired of people blaming you for not being as healthy as you'd like to be. I'm tired of people telling you that you're not doing a good enough job. Being healthy is hard, and it shouldn't be, because our health is all we have. Without it, we suffer and can't live life as fully as we deserve to live it. You deserve good health. You deserve it simply because you exist. You don't have to do anything to earn it. You don't have to look a certain way or be a certain way to have it. You deserve it because you exist.
Good health is your birthright. I hope that this podcast and anything else I publish in the future helps you find your way to better health. Whether it's listening to other people's stories, listening to my stories, any advice that I have that resonates with you, I hope that I can help you take back your birthright of good health. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Journey to Better Health. For more episodes and show notes, go to andystitt.com slash podcast. If you like what you've heard, head over to Apple Podcasts and give the show a rating and review so that more people can hear it. Thank you again. Have an amazing day.